What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com. And uh, I've got, I guess, this these past two weeks of podcasting has been just repeat guests. I had Danny Vega on last week, and uh, this week we're bringing to you the one and only Crystal Love. How you doing, Crystal? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much. You got to speak a little louder, Crystal. I am doing wonderful. Thank you very much. Much better, much better. <laughs> so, uh, tell me, tell me what what made you want to uh, jump back on the podcast? You have anything new and exciting to talk about? I have a lot of new and exciting things going on, actually. Um, some exciting, some not so exciting, but a lot of just different things happening in my life right now. Let's dive into the details and let me let me hear all about it. So what uh, what are the unexciting things? Let's talk about let's talk about the, the bad things first. Mm, bad things. Um, well, uh, my health has not been the best lately. I just found out some new unexciting information, and uh, so kind of working on finding the positive in all of that. I think. The I haven't listened to our first podcast in a while, but if I remember correctly, it was mostly talking about eating disorders, right? Eating distor- disorders. I think I also talked maybe a little bit about my um, gastroparesis and that kind of stuff as well. Did you dive into de- much details on that? Do you remember? Um, I did. I did a little bit, um, but I don't think too too much. Um, I can't quite remember. It's been a little while. Well, let's let's because uh, you've since then learned some more information. And I wanted to just kind of want to. I think a lot of people message me or email me saying they really appreciated the transparency that we showed in the last podcast and kind of just you know bringing it real to life, um, talking about the eating disorders and stuff. So I'd love to kind of dive into details about some of these other things you have going on in case anybody else is battling with something similar, they can uh, relate with that. Absolutely. So uh, just start from the top. What all is is going on with you? <laughs> okay, well, let's start uh, most recently. I have been having some, just some joint pain, some pain in my back, and I'm um, just overall not really feeling that great. Um, so I thought it necessary because it was interrupting my lifting and just my day-to-day life, um, I decided to go ahead and see a chiropractor. And I chose the chiropractor because they do a lot of different types of testing without having to do all these pre-exams and whatnot. You get to actually see for itself what you're looking at. Um, And then I got those results back and I guess it was worse than I was expecting. I was expecting a little bit, um, you know, just some things that are off, but I really was hoping for more of like a quick fix. Like, hey, I'm gonna pop you and you're gonna be back to normal. But Unfortunately, that was not not necessarily the case. It's kind of funny that that we of all people would expect to quit fix on something, you know. I know, especially the body. Yeah, like nothing that we do is is quick and easy. It's all, mm-hmm. you know, dedicated hard work and discipline. So why would we assume this would be any different? I, I don't know. I don't either. So kind of dive. I mean, this this is not like a typical chiropractor where you just walk in and and they pop you once or twice. Uh, like they took X rays and everything. Mm-hmm. So what what did the um, what did the X rays indicate? So that um, I did multiple different tests. I did some scans of my feet. I did some um, nerve testing. 
um, a stress test. I did a lot of different different kinds, but the one that stuck out the most were the, actually the x-rays. And when I was younger, I had had some um, back pain. And so we actually went in and kind of got that checked out and they said that I had minor scoliosis. Um, I had the option of continuing on with physical therapy or doing sports. And of course, as like a 14 year old girl, I chose to do sports because who wants to be, you know, grounded to doing nothing and having to go to the doctor once or twice a week. Um, so I guess just, I, I thought that it was just going to go away, but I guess over time it's gotten worse. And, um, just after having like a couple of years now of doing lifting and actually trying to go hard with my weights and go heavy, it's done more damage to my back than I thought it would have. Uh, my curvature is a little bit more and my spine is actually starting to, to twist instead of just going side to side, it's starting to twist around as well now. So it's causing a lot of, um, you know, cut off to certain nerves and that's why I'm starting to feel that pain and some tingling and numbness. So what, how could you, like I've had back pain before I, i've not had an x-ray so i don't know what my spine looks like mm -hmm. but i've had i've had pretty intense back pain before compare that because you probably have had that independent of as well so how would you describe what you're feeling in, in going through on a day-to-day -day with this oh gosh i don't know honestly because the back pain that i had felt previously in my life was because of this problem <clears throat> um I don't know. I mean, I felt like normal pain, but this is just like a constant aching every day. And like I wake up and that's when I feel the best. But as soon as I start becoming active throughout the day, um, that's when I start to feel the tingling. And then after the tingling, you know, the pain's just going to go. And the longer I'm on my feet, the more my back hurts. And actually just like sitting up in like a seat without a backrest is killer to me. And a lot of times the only thing that really feels good is just to lay down flat. Um, I'm not sure exactly how to express the the pain, but it's just like a constant dull aching, sometimes stabbing. I don't know. It's just, it's a little bit different at different points in the day and depends on exactly what I'm doing at that time. Is it amplified? Like when you do like a squat, for instance, is it is it amplified immediately or is it more like a, a delayed response? Um, actually when I do squats, I can feel it in my neck the most and then I can feel that I'm stressing my back. Um, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's hurting right then and there, but I feel like, oh great, I'm stressing this and I'm going to be hurting tomorrow. And that is exactly what it is. Like in that moment, I can just barrel through it and make it happen and get, you know, all that weight, but then I know I'm going to regret it. And I actually feel like in that moment of lifting the weight, that I am hurting myself. Like I, it doesn't hurt in the moment, but I feel like I am doing damage right now. It's gonna be a pretty tough psychological battle every time you're in the gym between mm -hmm. do I, you know, exercise with a longevity, uh, you know, style in mind, or do I just, you know, push through that and let ego kind of take over. I'm not even necessarily ego, just like the desire to push yourself and be the best you can be in that moment, you know, lift the most weight possible. Yeah. Like how do you how do you justify going for the weight or not going for the weight? Right. 
Um, yeah, it's really difficult. I mean, the last time we did this podcast, I was gung-ho about doing powerlifting. And that dream is kind of now crashed on me. That just, it won't happen. Um, it doesn't matter who I go see or what they tell me, I will just never do it. It's just not, it's just not made for my body right now. Um, another thing is like everything feeds off of that. So I also have like my knees hurt really bad. So again, like when I'm doing squats, like just recently, like half of the weight that I would typically get up to is like making my knees like buckle in and that would never have happened before. And it's frustrating to go into the gym and, and know that you, you've done more and that you can do more by, by a long shot, but just to have your body pretty much tell you like no you're not doing this today you know yeah it's exhausting it's mentally exhausting and like I mean Robert knows like I've cried multiple multiple times over this because it sucks it sucks to not do what you want to do and knowing that like you're there to better yourself but you're still not like your body's not responding the way you hope it would so when you went to the chiropractor and you've talked to the doctors in the past, like how, how do they, I mean, what, what do they recommend? Like what, what is their course of action to, to better the situation? Right now or in the past? Um, I guess, I mean, I guess right now, like, well, actually let's talk about both. Let's talk about in the past. Cause you said you had the, the scoliosis in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've, you've been to several different doctors and I don't think any of them have looked at you through a, a whole picture nope. lens. So it's kind of hard to put all the pieces together, but what, uh, I guess, what, what do they say now? Like, what do they recommend now? Um, so right now they're um, recommending insoles that fit my feet perfectly. Um, I have arches in my feet that have collapsed, um, which is going to help my knees and align my um, hips back to hopefully where they somewhat should be. Um, and then also they suggested that I go to the chiropractor three times a week for the first month and then reevaluate and take, um, you know, more scans and all of that. And then, you know, going forward, but they said, you know, it would definitely take years to put everything back to a healthy place that I could, you know, move forward in lifting and that kind of thing. But, you know, during that time, I would have to manipulate my lifting strategy. And honestly, I've never been a pro chiropractor type of person. I just, I haven't really had that experience with them, um, good nor bad. Um, so I don't know, that was kind of new and different information for me. And I don't know if any of you have looked into chiropractors, but they are not cheap. And, to not know whether it's going to work or not is, is, uh... Kind of a shot in the dark that's pretty scary. Yeah, absolutely. And especially since it's, I mean, even if you were to go to the, the best of the best, like, it's not like a quick fix kind of thing regardless. Yeah. I mean, anybody that I've talked to has, you know, that's looked at the scan or anything, um, just says, like, you're just going to have to change a little bit of your lifestyle and, like, the way you do things and, um, you have to change it for your body. And so it's going to be, you know, a little bit of a struggle no matter what way I move. It's got to, I mean, obviously you have to kind of have a course of action and then try and stay optimistic and positive and upbeat about that and then do what you can. But it's kind of different from a skeletal over 
over like a nutritional standpoint and then I mean with nutrition you change what you eat and you can see pretty profound differences relatively quickly whereas with skeletal it's like it's not I mean nothing's gonna happen overnight you can follow the rules to the T for the next two years and I mean you might not even see any change you know yep exactly so how do you stay positive with with that in hand um, that's been pretty hard for me thus far. Um, I usually am, and I usually try to be a very positive person, but this has actually got me down pretty good. Um, I mean, that and, like, my stomach stuff has just been, like, really frustrating me altogether lately. But I haven't figured out exactly the protocol that I'm going to follow right now. Um, I'm just, I've just been going in the gym and pretending that it doesn't hurt and just, you know, getting, getting it done. And of course not doing things that I feel are going to hurt me, but I will push myself regardless. Um, so I think that's the best I can do right now until I can get some like good official answers on exactly what not to do and what to do and how I can move forward for the best mental me and the best physical me. Right. It's a kind of a day-to-day battle for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I literally struggle with this every day. I mean, there's just days where I wake up and say I hate my body and I just want to live in a different one. And it's just, you know, the way I feel sometimes. And I realize that that's not the, the right way of thinking. And I have to very, very quickly change my, my thought process because, I mean, that'll get you down. If you just keep repeating negative thoughts to yourself, that will get you down. Do you have any kind of like uh, tips or tricks or hacks that you use um, specifically to kind of maintain positivity or or, or what do you do? Um, I have a couple of different things. I First of all, I have my faith, so I'll pray about it. Um, that seems to calm me down quite a lot. And um, second of all, I have myself... A note that I wrote myself um, that sometimes I'll read and it may not be the nicest thing but it's kind of asking like what is pain what what is suffering and and I think pain more comes from when you just give up and you aren't pushing yourself in life and then you really do get down I mean I've been in a place in my life that I never want to go back to and that was pain. That was painful. And I didn't even know where I was, you know, I didn't even know. But just looking back, I'm like, wow, that was like a really miserable time in my life and I never want to be there. So is this pain or am I looking back on that? And that was more painful. You know, I can I can look past the physical stuff for now. Like, let's just move forward. So I wrote myself a note and and I get to remind myself, like, move forward. Um, and then, you know, praying and a lot of times just like talking, talking it out is really helpful. And I've been very closed off. Like when I don't feel well or something, I'm very good at just like shutting down and like just dealing with it internally. But I realize that a lot of times just opening up to someone has been like the best way for me to move forward. Yeah, for sure. Especially since there's so many so many more people that are dealing and struggle with this than than probably you would first assume. I mean, there's been several people reach out to us 
from the first podcast when we talked about your stomach and digestive issues. Um, you know, now you take take the spinal structural issues, you combine that, you know, with what you're struggling with with the uh, digestive standpoint. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can relate with that, and, and that hits home for, for several different people. You know, how, they, how do they, you know, stay motivated to, to pursue a healthier lifestyle? How do they stay... Um, tune with their body and, and be smart with it and not do things that are reckless or, or damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, we were thinking the other day, we were talking, you know, what what can be your niche? Like how, you know, like for me, Keto Savage was born out of the desire to help the most people add the most value as possible. And then I look at your life and what you've gone through. And I think strengths are born out of difficult times. Like I've always preached that. So I think you have an interesting position in that, you can leverage the uh, the the hands you've been dealt with regard to your you know health and digestive issues and skeletal issues, and then really speak to that for people that are going through the same thing, and be like a, a beacon of light to them to not give up and to always be pushing for a better tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you can either choose to give up in the day or in the now, but where are you gonna get to? If you just give up, where are you going to, where are you going to go? You're never going to get better. So if you just like continue to like push positive thoughts into your mind and you know, whatever it may be, read positive quotes, like only allow positive people in your life. If someone brings you down, remove them because at that time, like the most important thing for you to do is to work on yourself and um, it just, I mean, that that's it. I mean, I said it before, it was just you aren't going to get anywhere if you give up. You have to keep pushing or you're just going to stay where you are or get worse. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and there's times like when something bad happens to me, like, oh, you know, I'll sit in it for a minute and just kind of like really soak it in and reflect and just be miserable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I bounce back pretty quick. You bounce back pretty quick. I mean, there's there's not really any alternative. You either are down or you're not down. I mean, yeah. there's not really a middle ground. So being miserable and being down and just giving up is no way to live. I mean, you, you're you not even living. Yeah, it's just not an option. So, I don't know. What 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 is the... Uh, what would be the best, the best plan of action for someone that, that's had something like this happen or just any kind of misfortune, really? And, uh, like, how do they get back on their feet? Like, what, what have you used in the past before you have had the experience that you have now? Does that make sense? I mean, um, explain a little more. So, like, say say somebody did not know that they had all this stuff, and then they went to the doctor, and they were diagnosed, mm-hmm. and then it hit them like a ton of bricks. Yep. What What do you do then? I mean, what What's your next stage in in life? What's your next <laughs> step? Um, you cry. <laughs> you cry and you let it out, and you just get angry. Like, get angry about it, but only la- let it last for so long. Um, get it out because if you don't, it's just going to keep irritating you and it's going to keep, you know, bogging you down. Um, the only way to go up is to just hit it hard. And I mean, this is exactly what's happened to me. Like I had no idea anything was wrong with me. I just remember like being in pain every day with like my stomach stuff and just like being miserable and like being 
that way and having that lifestyle because I felt like I couldn't go out and I couldn't do these things because it wasn't fun for me. Um, I became depressed and I, I did all these things that I, I was not proud of. And now I have a good and I have a healthy lifestyle and, you know, I do my best every single day and this still hit me like a ton of bricks, you know? So the only thing to do is to truly get mad and get angry about it and then sit down, figure out how you are going to move forward, what you are going to do, and then take action steps to making that happen. Because if you just leave it be or you give yourself that excuse, it's not an excuse. It's just something that happened. You take that thing that happened and you fix it and you make it better and you move forward. So many people have health issues or problems or whatever it may be and they use it as an excuse to not go higher, to not be better, to not push themselves. It is not an excuse. It is just something that has happened and you move through it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that completely. And I think, I mean, not necessarily with, with what you have, but I mean, a lot of people, it's, we were talking about this the other day, but like, people will live an unhealthy lifestyle, they'll they'll get sick, they'll, you know, be diagnosed with diabetes or whatever, um, as a result of, of how they're living and what they're eating, and then what they're doing on a day-to-day, and then that'll cause some other secondary misfortune. Mm-hmm. And that will, in turn, you know, a, a doctor will recommend that they can't go that hard in the gym or they have to kind of, you know, tap the brakes and, and not stress their body too much. And then they use that as an excuse to not go to the gym. So it's just this this negative compounding effect of, you know, worse and worse and worse. Whereas if they had just started off living a healthier lifestyle in the first place, it wouldn't be an issue. But I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, So to, to recorrect course... And, and figure out, like, how do you get motivated to live healthy when when you are diagnosed versus how do you figure that out before something happens? You know, how do you be proactive on the front end? I wish someone would have knocked me in the head and said, hey, dummy, you know, figure your life out. Um, that was me, right? I knocked you on the head. <laughs> um, honestly... It took me being diagnosed with this stuff. It took me being sick to turn my life around. I was headed to a not very good path and I could have kept going that way, but I consider myself lucky that I that I got these problems because I got to figure out my life. I got to a point where I had to eat a healthy diet and I had to stop smoking and I had to stop drinking and I had to start working out and I mean you could have looked at me and thought I was a normal everyday healthy girl but inside it was just like my body wanted to reject it all um so if I could tell you one thing right now is just to go do it before something happens. You will never in your wildest dreams think that it's you that it's going to happen to. But here I am, 25 years old, diagnosed with all of these, you know, gastro. Yeah, just like run, run the gamut. Like what all? What all do you have? I, I, some people haven't probably heard the first podcast. <clears throat> um, I have gastroparesis, IBS. Um, slow transit bowel. Um, I have, uh, well, now, you know, scoliosis and um, 
like it just like my whole digestive system just works extremely slowly it, I mean it literally takes more than a day longer than the average person to process a meal um, so I'm just constantly like just not pushing food through my body um, so I a lot of times I will have to do like a week or a day or whatever of just liquid meals to help move stuff you know through my body because it's not good for you to have just food and waste sitting in your colon. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and see, like, like that's that all sucks. Like, there's no other way around. Like that sucks. But like, it, it's it's easy. Like I could easily see somebody saying, "Oh, I, I have all these problems, and you know, what's the point? I'm just gonna, you know, watch <laughs> watch Netflix and eat ice cream and pizza mm-hmm. and." my life will just pass me by as I know it, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's dangerous though. Like you, I'm really proud of you for the sense that you have all these things and then you rise to the occasion and do the best you can with them. Like it's messed up, but every time something bad happens to you, like I, part of me likes it because it makes you that much stronger. I know. You know, (laughs) it does suck. I mean, I kid you not, like it sucks at times. Like it sucks because you think that you're eating the right things. You think you're doing the right things. And all of a sudden it's like, bam, you are hit and you're, you look like you're six, seven months pregnant and you're just feeling miserable and tossing and turning in the middle of the night and just feeling miserable. Like, like you just would do anything to get rid of the pain. You would do anything to, to just, have a moment of your body relaxing and I mean with all of this like you don't ever know if you're getting the right nutrients you don't know if your body's soaking in the right stuff and you don't know that your body isn't taking in too much toxins you don't know that the only thing you can do is like keep putting things in and like keep trying to nourish your body in the correct way and just assume that you're doing it right. And then, you know, if you're not, you cannot let it get you down. But, I mean, anybody with GI issues or anything like that knows a flare-up. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. It's the worst. And everyone feels it differently. I have a friend that has IBS and, you know, it's, it is crippling. And I'm thinking, gosh, like, it's nice to know that someone else goes through it, you know? It can be the same. It can be completely different. You can have half of your intestines removed, and my pain I feel like is the same as yours because we understand it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, uh, it's definitely different. It's definitely, definitely hard to move forward, and I understand that one hundred percent. But you just have to. It's, it was it's kind of crazy like the day I think it was like two days after you were diagnosed with all this and you got your scans back from the spinal column um, we went to the gym and there was this this guy there that was a he came in on a walker and um, he asked us to like adjust the bench for him or something so we, we did that to trying to help him out and um, what was his name? Shane, I think. Yep. Yeah, Shane, Shane Johnson. Yeah, Shane Johnson. <laughs> and a uh, 35-year-old guy, he was he was in there killing it in the gym. He was doing, like, dumbbell, you know, press or something. And uh, 
he motioned to come over there and talk to him. So I was just, you know, talking with him. And uh, he had broke his neck at 19 years old. And for the longest, I think, was paralyzed or something. I don't know. I don't know what all the, the deal was. But he, he couldn't, he was not able to really be mobile. He couldn't really uh, put on weight that easily. Like, he lost all his muscle. He was thinking about doing a competition. And then he, he lost a lot of that muscle because he was uh, laid up in the hospital for so long. And that happened at 19. And he's 35 now, and he's motivated to come in there and, and be the best he can be in the gym. I think he's like a personal trainer or something crazy. Yeah, I think he's like a physical therapist is what he is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, it was kind of humbling to see that so soon after, you know, we had gone and, and gotten your scans back. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, your stuff sucks. Like, it sucks. And, I mean, his stuff sucks. And then there's probably somebody that has a worse problem than him, and, and he's thinking, man, I've got it lucky, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's and if it's tough, it's tough. But to be able to look at other people that have it even worse and see them fighting still, I mean, that's motivating, you yeah. know? It was truly, and I didn't say it in the moment, but, like, it was a blessing for me to be able to see him in there. Like, yeah. it meant more to me than anything because he was, like just walking in the gym wasn't easy for him. He had to push himself into the gym. Like he was on a walker and he had to have someone else adjust his seat so that he could lift, you know, like, but he was in there doing it. He had no problem asking, you know, for us to assist him so that he can be the best he can be. And he knew going in there that there would be someone in there helping him be able to help himself. Yeah. And like, then I look at myself and I'm like, wow, really feeling sorry for myself, aren't I? Like, I'm able to walk normal and I'm able to, you know, do all of these things and I'm mad because I can't lift twice the weight that I should. You know, it's pretty, puts you in your place a little bit. Yeah, it is It is very humbling. It's crazy how that stuff kind of happens like on cue too, like right after you get those, <laughs> totally. those scans back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> life, life's yeah. a funny thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so how how do you want to how would you want to wrap up that topic with hope? I guess we I mean we kind of talked about that that hope, you know, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about that in the previous podcast as well. Just don't give up. Just keep pushing yourself. Be the best you can be no matter what it is. If you can only do very little, then do the very little. Yeah. Like just do it, you know. Yeah, you can't Oh, my alarm's going off. <laughs> you can't look at at where you're at in life and compare that to where you've been previously if you were, you know, physically pushing more or whatever previously. You have to compare yourself to where you're at in that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And, like, for instance, you can't look at yourself troubling to squat 135 and, and wish, oh, I wish I, I was squatting 225. Uh, you know, a month ago, you have to look at what's the best that I can do in this moment given the circumstances and then always push that boundary, always push that envelope. And then, I don't know, just just keep living day to day, make it through one day and then, you know, the next day make through that day and just take day, take life one day at a time, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's talk about something a little happier, a little, little okay. That's okay with me. That's okay with you. Something a little happier. Um, all right. So, 
we got two of the big topics of discussion. Um, let's talk about the the coaching thing first. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, first. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just dive into that. Well, um, I've been doing Crystal Love Coaching for gosh, quite a little while now. Yeah. And um, I've been loving it, and I love all of my clients, and I think all of them have been wonderful. And as much as they say that I've taught them stuff, they have taught me, I think, a little bit more. Um, And as I continue to move forward in this field of, you know, keto and nutrition and, you know, personal training and all of that, I have been ready for the next step for a while now, and I did not know what direction to take it, Um, of course, towards keto, towards health, towards fitness. Um, And yeah, so we went to KetoCon, and that was an amazing experience and a really awesome opportunity. And um, we got to meet Danny and Mora, and uh, we got to meet a ton of different people. But now I will be a part of the Keto Evangelist um, coaching team, but we're doing a... I'm trying to figure out my words. You're not helping me here. Um, <laughs> I'm just letting you struggle. <laughs> yeah, so so basically, uh, you have your own brand, Crystal mm-hmm. Love Coaching. Mm-hmm. I've got my own brand, Keto Savage. Keto Evangelist has its own brand. And we, we found a way to basically form a mutually beneficial uh, partner sli- partnership, you know, slash collaboration. Um so that we can basically leverage the knowledge and the skills that, that we all bring to the table um, because each of us, you know, brings something unique to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got my bodybuilding, you know, contest prep, you know, keto for body recomposition. Danny has a lot of experience with, like, the, uh, you know, the training programming, you know, strength and conditioning coach. Um, I don't know more. What, what would you? What is more? Uh, Maura's background is in. I know that she grew up dancing, and um, I know that she had, you know, some issues with food and eating and uh, disorders and all of that stuff as well. But, um, you know, now she's she's you know building, and she's so good for women, um, especially building that booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's all about that. <laughs> Um, and then yeah. you're, you're, I mean, I think you bring a lot to the table from the sense of, you know, you, you lifted for, or you've lifted for strength, mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. You're doing kind of a body, bodybuilding, um, protocol currently. Mm-hmm. And then you have all the, you know, the health conditions that you've struggled with and yeah. dealt with. Um, plus you, you and more are women, mm-hmm. Danny and I are men. And there's, there's certain things that I cannot speak on with experience as it relates to women. That's just. How, yeah. the, how it works, you know? Yeah, and I've had people who have male coaches and actually come to me for questions, which I'm totally happy to answer questions, um, just because the the male coach that they are with, they don't have an answer or, you know, maybe they just don't really, you know, they've never had to have that experience. So so it's, it's kind of nice to have female to female sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially, I feel like, for lifting, because there, I hear a lot that people, like females, have a hard time finding um, other females that are 
like, you know, lifting heavy or lifting heavy on keto. Um, I feel like that's like, it's becoming a little bit bigger mm -hmm. and, and we're finding more and more of us, but it's been pretty small thus far. So I think that that's kind of cool. That's kind of where I'm at. It's like, yeah, no, I think, I think that's people. a, I think they're definitely out there and then they're only going to continue to grow, but it's cool that they have a place to turn to for, mm -hmm. cause there's so much conflicting information right now. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why we're excited to, to form this kind of collaboration because all of us, um, we put our, our underlying principles towards the diet are, are pretty similar. Um, like the, the way we go about it, it, it's worked well for us. It's worked well for people we've worked with. And I think it's a, the right way to go about, you know, implementing the ketogenic diet. Um, so we all share that in, in common, which is good. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that'll be a good, good thing. Cause it, the benefit to it is because you get to leverage the skills that each of us have with the performance coaching aspect of it. Like if somebody wants to, you know, work with me for a contest prep, for instance, they'd be able to have access to ask you anything specific right. or, you know, more or pick Danny's brain about like mm -hmm. a lifting technique or something. So it's, mm -hmm. it's really a whole lot of information and knowledge and experience wrapped up into one easily accessible place for anybody interested. Yeah. Especially for, you know, performance. I think that that's really important. Like you, a lot of times you have, you don't know where to go or you don't know who is the best person to ask, but we all seriously bring something totally different to the table that to have your coach and then have the opportunity to talk to all the other coaches at any, you know, anytime you want to is pretty awesome. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think the network is invaluable. I mean, that's, you can't put a price on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Yeah. I am very excited about it. I think, I mean, plus we just resonate. Well, like every time Danny and I get together, we, we're just like so giddy with excitement about something going on. It's <laughs> so like, like two kids boys. in a candy store. Yeah. <laughs> so we all work well together. Um, and you and I work pretty well together. Yep. And we sure. We do. We do. Um, so you want to dive into the next item of discussion? Mm -hmm. Oh, real quick on that. If you're interested, quick little plug here. Yeah. If you're interested in the keto evangelist slash keto savage slash crystal love coaching performance coaching you can uh we're basically linking everything out to the keto evangelist website because they already have the infrastructure there mm -hmm. so i'm gonna have a link on my website crystal's gonna have a link on her website or you can just go to the keto evangelist coaching website and then scroll to the bottom where the performance coaches are and then that is where it will be yes. um so yeah i think you just pick which coach you want fill out a profile and you can get set, set up pretty pretty effortlessly, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And we all have our own little bio on there, so you can read a little something-something about each and every one of us, um, which is kind of cool. You get a little background, you know. A little something-something. A little something-something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, coach, coaching's cool. Like, I honestly I honestly didn't even start this business with the intention of, of really being much of a coach, but it seemed to work for me. Mm -hmm. I've get I get a lot of clients and it, it's cool, it's cool to like be able to impact somebody's life. Like I've got one guy now that's lost over eighty pounds with me, yeah. and literally has turned his life around. Like that's the coolest thing. And he'll message me with excitement. You know, I mean, that that is priceless. And and like you said earlier, the clients teach us so much more than we teach them. Yeah, and I've actually like 
become friends with a lot of them. Like I'm interested oh, in their life outside of just what we talk about. You know, like I just I really do truly love like all of my clients. Yeah, you know, yeah. on a personal level. I've got one client and uh he goes hunting quite a bit and he'll send me pictures on his deer cam from all the deer in his area. <laughs> I mean, like like that's cool. I love it. Um so yeah, coaching's awesome. Y'all are awesome. Mm-hmm. We thank y'all for everything because y'all are everything. Absolutely. Um, so on a second note, mm-hmm. or a third note, let's talk about what is in the pipeline. Because you were going to do the powerlifting. Yep. That was the thing. We yep. did that for 10 weeks. Uh, we learned a lot. We liked a little, didn't like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we're just bodybuilders at heart, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Um, so talk to me about... What is next for Crystal? Um, well, I'm really, really excited. I've actually like totally debated doing this for you know a couple of years, and I never felt like I was big enough, strong enough, whatever. Um, and I honestly like didn't feel like I had like the mental um, fortitude. Yes, fortitude to follow through and to do this. Um, but I have officially decided. Boom, boom, boom. Drum roll, please. <laughs> um, I've officially decided to do my first show um, in the summer of 2018, um, and I will be doing figure, a figure competition. Figure competition in 2018. Yes. And this is on the record. This is on the record. This is out to the public. I can go ahead and publish this podcast. Yes, yes, you can. The whole world will know. Absolutely. All right. How does that make you feel? Um, I'm really excited and really nervous. I've tried to cut before, and that's kind of brought up some issues with um, eating disorders and just getting like really stressed out about like counting macros and stuff. But I feel like I'm at a good place right now, and I'm ready to like prove to myself that I can do what I thought I couldn't. Yeah. So I'm like so excited and so excited to prove myself wrong. And I mean, I've, I've debated doing this so many different times and, and it's just been like such a battle for me, but you know, I've been talking to Robert about it for quite some time, you know, a a couple weeks or so, but I've been thinking about it for much longer and, um, and he's like, you know, if we put this out there, like. I'm going to make you do it. Like, you're going to have to do it. You can't back out of this one. And truthfully, like, I don't want to back out. I don't want to back out. And, you know, I want to follow through because I think I've told myself so many times that, like, well, you've backed out before. Like, you don't have to do it, you know. Or, oh, it got too hard. You can just quit. But the truth is I'm not, I'm not going to prove to myself anything if I don't follow through. And I'm really excited about it. And... I'm excited about the high that everybody talks about when you walk out on that stage and, you know, win or lose, first place or last place, I don't even care, but I did it, you know? Yeah, and that and that is so huge. Like, people don't understand the sport. They don't respect the sport if they haven't ever competed in the past. I mean, they, they just can't. They, they don't have any way of being able to relate to it. But uh, it's not even a physical sport. Like, it's it's all emotional. It's all mental. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so excited for you to do it because all this other stuff that you struggle with in life, you know, like your health stuff, digestive stuff, you know, everything, 
know, that your business stuff, like it's all going to benefit from the lessons you learn during the four, four and a half, five months that it takes for you to prep for a show. Like that stuff is life changing. Mm-hmm. So, so what, uh, what's made that shift? Cause you've talked to me before and you said, you know, it's, that's not me. I don't want to do it. That's, mm-hmm. you know, vain or, you know, it's, it's, it's all about your physique. Like, like that's not me. You know, what do I, what, what changed? I think I said that quite a long time ago. Um, and I have so much respect for anybody who can walk out on the stage and so much respect for anybody who can put in that much work. Um, I would never look down on someone for that. And, you know, there are those few vain people who that's literally all they care about. And, um, and I don't have too much respect for them, (laughs) but, um, I think that's a very, very small amount of people that, that are like that. Um, but over time, like watching you do your shows and having other friends that have done the shows and I don't know, I just, every time I go, I always want to, I'm like, I could totally do this, you know? And I really want to have something to work toward. Um, I'm tired of like cutting and not having anything to cut for. And I'm tired of like, you know, putting on extra weight to build muscle to like try and be lean again. And, you know, I just like, I've been kind of all over the place and it's been like super unhealthy for me mentally with food and stuff, like just battling it, um, that I'm ready to just have a goal in mind and like stick to it and go for it and, and achieve what I thought was impossible for myself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a whole lot to be said for kind of like the, the mental approach towards food when you have that looming, Mm -hmm. um, whether it be, you know, near or far, like now for me, like in my off season, I can be much more okay with myself being a little bit more, you know, fluffy, mm-hmm. um, a little bit fatter, not, not fat, but like not 3%. And I can, you know, be okay with eating a little surplus in calories. And then when it's game time, when I'm prepping for a show, I could be okay with being a little hungry and being a little uncomfortable knowing that I've got that goal. I would think that it'd be very, very difficult for somebody that didn't have that goal to have a positive relationship with food because it's just you know like what what are you eating this for like what is the mm-hmm. what is the underlying you know <clears throat> you know goal at hand yeah yep absolutely I mean it definitely is a battle especially when I have to watch my food so much anyways just for like GI problems it's a uh, it's exhausting and then it's exhausting to you know not even be working toward anything in like specific or big or like a you know huge goal or something like that you know so I'm just ready can I announce who my coach is going to be <laughs> who's gonna be your contest prep coach <laughs> the one and only keto savage and now this just makes this whole podcast seem like a plug yeah <laughs> No, I am. Um, I'm actually really excited about it. Whether he was keto savage or not, I would definitely choose you. I'm a. Uh, I'm kind of scared, honestly, because I'm probably gonna be harder on you than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm afraid I'm gonna yeah. break you. No, you absolutely are gonna be harder. I think on me, just because you know you can. So, do you think we'll still be in a relationship after this prep? It's debatable. <laughs> Depends on if you win or lose. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
No, I really am excited. And every time that you've like dabbled with the idea in the past, or every mm-hmm. time you've like taken progress pictures in the past, when you actually strike your figure poses, like I see it. Like it's freaking there. Like you have the look. And I don't know, it's just uh I'm gonna be really proud to see you on stage with the confidence that you should showcase because you have it there to showcase, you know, like you have what it takes physically now i'm just excited to see that you put what it takes mentally you know on the line thank you it'll be good i'm excited i'm, excited. I'm really excited too what what is the uh biggest fear um honestly i've never been a stage presence person and so i think i'm really afraid of being on the stage i'm like a little bit nervous that i'm going to be like shaking so badly because that's how, like, my body reacts to, like, nerves. I just, like, I shake, like, uncontro- uncontrollably. Um, so I think I'm actually afraid of the stage more than I am the prep. Like, the really? prep, I know the, <laughs> I know that it's going to suck. I know that there's times that are going to be awful. And that I can kind of prepare for. But, like, standing in front of a bunch of people to be judged is, and it's definitely not my thing, but I'm really excited about it. I think that's a pretty common fear, but when you after, after you do the first few months of prep and you're cognizant of the work that you're putting in and how hard it is and like the mental battle that you face with the food every day and the training every day, it's going to make stepping on stage like a trivial thing. Like you're going to yeah. go through that prep and then when show day comes, you're just going to be like, all right, it's game time, you know? It, yeah. This is going to be easy. Like it's fun now. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be good. I'm excited. What uh, what is your most like? What are you most confident towards with 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 this whole process? Like, what do you feel pretty solid on? Like, like what? What do you mean? Like, what body part or what? Like, just in area? general. Like just in general, like the, the food. Or the is there like mm-hmm. a body part? Like, what 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 do you bring to the table that you feel pretty good about? Um, I think I'm honestly. I think I'm just so mad. Um, a little. Like, that sounds bad. I'm I'm pretty frustrated about everything that's going on with my body that I think my mental game is stronger. Yeah. And I think I'm just ready to put my body through this. I'm ready to put my body through something that is hard and like pushing through every other little thing that I have wrong with me to do something that I want, you know? Um, so I think my mental game is so much stronger than it was. Um, and I mean, there, I'm definitely a little bit insecure now that I don't really know what my lifting is going to have to be like. Um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to go about that because I have like my typical go heavy, go hard, or go home, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now it's like, okay, what, what am I going to do? Where am I? But I have, you know, I have a couple months. I'm just trying to build some muscle right now um, with the last few months that I have to do that before I would start my cutting process. Um, so I think within the next couple months, like I'll for sure be able to figure out what's going to be good for me, how I can, you know, do everything, you know, point by point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a process that we'll see what your body responds well to. And then we'll just keep adjusting as we go. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the cool thing about it. Like, you really get in tune with your body throughout a prep. Yeah. And that, that benefits you 
for years to come, you know, in the off season and in the future, perhaps. Yeah. I think the one thing I'm most nervous about is food because that's been a battle for me for a while. But I think, I think knowing that I have a goal in mind and there's like a date set and, you know, like I think you can do anything for that short of amount of time. <clears throat> I'm a little worried about the food too, to be honest with you. I know. Like I'm, I'm a little, uh, <laughs> I can see you breaking down a few times. Yeah. I definitely have a, definitely have food struggles for sure. Yeah. And then that's kind of scary, you know, doing it during a prep because like if, if you know you have those those struggles going into it, it's only going to be amplified at certain times throughout the process. Yeah. So. Yep, definitely nervous about that. But I think if I keep a positive mind and, you know, I'll have you who not only, like, are you my coach and coaches should understand that in the first place, but you've also, like, been there with me through a lot. So I think having you be there for me is going to be really big. Yeah. You know. But I'm gonna be hard on you. I know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna make you stay on that stage now. <laughs> it's been a commitment. Well, there's no doubt that I'm gonna be getting on that stage. But you know, it's like if I give in or if I give up a little bit, then then I get to see that on the stage. I get to see that in the pictures. That 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 little part that I didn't do. That little extra cardio that I didn't do. That thing that I ate that I shouldn't have. I will see that on the stage. So I think that's that's huge too. Like a lot of people. They'll want to like do a prep and see how they look and then maybe pick out a show, which I think is the, the total wrong way to look about it. If, if you have a show date picked out, if you pay the entrance fee and that date is on the calendar, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to stick to the plan during the prep. Mm-hmm. You know, So we got to find us a show date. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. They're just not up yet for 2018. Ah, we saw sense. some fall shows. Gotcha. Well, uh, we'll announce that show once it's... Uh, once it's picked out, won't we? Yeah. I'm really excited about it, and I'm going to be, I'm not really, like, YouTube-type material right now, um, but I am definitely really good at keeping up on my stories on Instagram and, like, my whole Instagram thing. That's that's my, my jig. So I think I'm going to probably um, document a lot of it on there, which is exciting for me because then I can always look back on it. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll make sure to include a lot of it in my yeah, YouTube for that's sure. Yeah, true, yeah. So, it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, this is exciting. This is exciting on a whole bunch of levels. One, I'm excited for, for you on, on a selfish level. I'm, I'm going to become a better coach by helping you prep and, and learning how your body responds to everything we subject it to mm-hmm. with all the stuff that's going on with your body. And that'll be applicable to other clients down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just going to... I'm excited to see you on stage. I'm excited to be there with you and spoil you and help you as much as you did for me on my prep, you know? Yeah. It's good. It's going to be a good team. Good luck. Now, the question <laughs> is, are you going to wear some, like, Keto Savage apparel on show day, or are you going to have, like, some Crystal Love Coaching apparel on show day? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the uh, Keto Savage supporter. All right. I like that. Um, well, cool. I'm excited, babe. Me too. Very exciting. Um, what else you want to touch on? Actually, real quick, what would you tell somebody that's on the fence as to whether or not they want to do a show? Because you've been on the fence. Mm-hmm. What would you tell somebody that's in a similar position? Um, honestly, you just need to be ready. Because I wasn't ready until this point. And I was on the fence back and forth, back and forth. And 
And I'm glad that at those times I said no, but um, I'm definitely ready now. And I'm definitely like, I made this decision on my own and then I kind of brought it up to Robert as like a, I've already made this decision, but I'm nervous about it, so calm me down. <laughs> um, either that or if you've been on the fence for a while, then just go for it, you know? It might just be that time to like, you're never going to mentally be like, okay, I'm going to do it, so just do it. That's good. I like that. I like that. Now, this is another one mm-hmm. that I want to touch on before we leave. When you are three months into your prep and you're wanting to say screw it all i'm not doing this anymore i'm hungry i'm starving we got eating disorders i'm tired my back hurts everything's not (laughs) going the way i want it to and you're about to talk yourself out of it Mm -hmm. i want you to tune in this podcast and listen to what you're about to say right now (laughs) so talk to your future self oh gosh to like buckle down and push through and you know just just hustle and grind and not not talk yourself out of it so talk to your future self right now well i'm not sure everyone wants to hear what i would actually say to no, myself no. i mean if you're going to be cussing yourself out then <laughs> i want it on the podcast like i want you to be able yeah. to plug this in and and scroll to minute 58 and listen to this blurb so here you go the mic is yours oh gosh i don't even know um crystal Suck it up. Um, if you're seriously thinking about not going to the gym right now, you need to just go. Um, think about yourself on stage. Are you going to look like a, you know, fat cow? Or are you going to do you your best? You were about to say fat piece of shit. No, I wasn't. I was not going to. You weren't? No. Okay. Um, are you, you going to look like a fat cow? Or are you going to look up, go up there, look in your best, because you know that you push yourself as hard as you freaking could um, and I think, I think I'm gonna have some struggles with some food. Like, don't put that in your mouth, you know? Don't look at me. You're not uh, asking me. But Talk to I yourself. I mean, I'm not look. I mean, I'm not asking you, but like, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm going to be going through. So there's a soft part of me that just is like, stick in there. Like, you got it. Seriously, though, like, this is your... This is your opportunity to prove to yourself that you can do anything you put your mind to. And this is what you put your mind to. So suck it up, do what you set out to do, and do it the best you can. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You will do this show. It will change your life. And you will know without a doubt in your mind, if you give it your all, that you can do anything that you give your all to in life. Yep. I've definitely heard that, like, doing a show is one of the hardest things that some people have done because it's so straining mentally, physically, and emotionally. Like, it's just draining, and it's just, yeah. I've seen a lot of people walk through it, and, you know, especially being there with, you know, Robert this last time, it's it's definitely... Definitely a different experience. And I challenge all of you who are listening to this and you think that bodybuilding or doing any type of show is vain or ridiculous to rethink that and follow someone who's going through the process and maybe connect yourself with someone at your gym that's doing it. Because I will tell you this, 
If there is anything about bodybuilding, it is not about being vain, but building yourself to the point that every other person will not do. Pushing yourself to the point that normal people don't because they just don't have it in them. They just don't have it in them to, to push that hard. Um, and I'm not saying that like me doing the show like, oh, I'm going to be better than you. But it's, it's freaking hard to watch someone go through it. It's hard to watch someone struggle day to day to, to not eat certain things or to push themselves at the gym when they're just exhausted and they haven't slept and everything's off in their body. But just, just follow someone. Just take a second look at it and don't judge before you've tried it. Don't judge before you've gotten to watch it firsthand, you know, or secondhand, I guess. Amen to that. I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, babe. I'm excited to, to be there along your side the whole 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 way through. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. You're good. I'm proud of you. I'm excited to announce it on here. And this wasn't like a keto savage, you know, whatever. It's just, it just so happens that Robert's my coach. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited about it. I think it'll be really good. I am really nervous, P.S., by the way. Robert is going to be really hard on me, and I can already tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anybody's listening to this thinking that, oh, she's got it easy, Robert's her coach, <laughs> they better rethink that, because that is not the case. He's already hard on me, and I, I appreciate that. Like, I love that. But, uh, but it's about to get a little bit worse. Yeah, well, listen to this part in the future, yeah. too. <laughs> um, all right, well, we're, we're just over an hour now. You want to call it, yep. call it quits? Yeah, sounds good. All right, well, Crystal, mm-hmm. always, always a pleasure. I'm excited. I appreciate you sharing with us kind of the struggles you're going through right now. I think that is like, that that is your differentiating factor. That is where you can relate to people in a way that I can't, I mean, you can give strength and be a beacon of light to people that are going through something similar. Yeah. And that is that is huge. I, I admire you for that. Um, so thanks for that. And uh, thanks for, you know, everybody involved with the whole performance coaching and keto evangelist. And, I mean, that that's exciting stuff. I'm excited yeah. for that to roll out. And uh, I'm proud of you for what you're about to do, for what you've done this far. And for this whole process coming up with the uh, journey for your your show debut. So uh, exciting stuff in the pipeline. That's right. It's going to be very good. Um, so, Crystal, until next time, thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Oh, I meant to ask. Where can people go to find out more about you? Um, my most active um, social media is going to be Instagram. And it is crystallovefit. And then my Facebook is Crystal Love Coaching Fitness. Crystal um, Love Coaching Fitness on Facebook and Crystal Love Fit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I also have crystallovecoaching.com as well. Perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to uh, work with you coaching. for the coaching, you're going to link out to the Keto Evangelist site from your website. Yeah, I haven't just yet done it, but I will I will pr- probably put that on there uh, tonight. Before this goes live. Yep, that's right. Perfect, perfect. All right. Well, until next time, Crystal, you have a good one.